السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا إنه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة كل ضلالة في النار أما بعد brothers and sisters in Islam the topic is about the Dajjal or the Antichrist and before we delve into the topic we need to bear in mind that all these issues related to the unseen or the things that will happen in the future, Muslim should accept them based on the reliability and the authenticity of the source that through which we receive this information. And that's of course the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Prophet Had these things not mentioned in the book of Allah or the Sunnah of the Prophet we would not have known anything about it. So this Dajjal, the Prophet in many authentic narrations told us about this person and this fitna, this trial which is going to take place in the history of man and before the hour. So we Muslims have no problem in accepting that because the one who told us is the Prophet who doesn't speak out of his own desire except what he received from Allah and the Dajjal is one among is one is one of the signs of the hour one of the signs of the hour and he exists and is a human being so the Dajjal is not the new world order, as many might say the new world order is the Dajjal. The Dajjal, as you are going to know, is one person, he's a human being, he's living, he's locked and chained in prison in an island in the Arabian Sea based on the authentic narrations of the Prophet's And, first of all, we want to know the meaning of Dajjal in the Arabic language. What are the various meanings of the word Dajjal? There will be always a link and a connection between the technical term and the linguistic meaning. Always. 
the meaning of the word in the language itself and the meaning of the word in the Sharia, the technical term. So you need to know the meaning of the word in its original meaning in the original language. Ibn Duhya, rahimahullah, said, he said, the scholars of the language, the etymologist, the, an etymologist is the person who study the word and the root of the word and where did it come from and how it's derived. Such a person is known as an etymologist. So he says, etymologists say that the word Dajjal covers a range of various meanings in the Arabic language. And he quoted few of these meanings. He said, among the meanings of the Dajjal, number one, Dajjal means a liar, a person who lies. Someone lies, he's Dajjal. Because he conceives the truth and reveals falsehood. And that's exactly what this Dajjal does. He covers the truth and he reveals the opposite. And the plural form of Dajjal is Dajjalun and Dajjalun. Second meaning of the Dajjal. Dajjal is derived from a Dajjal. From a Dajjal. Which means anointing or rubbing with tar. When you take the tar and you apply it, that is Dajjala. Dajjal. With the tar, you apply it to the camel's skin because of the skin disease. The Arabs, they used to apply tar to the skin of the camel when it has a certain skin disease. Therefore, Dajjal was named so, why he was called Dajjal? Because he covers the truth just as the tar covers the batches of the, sickness, of the skin disease. When you apply the tar to the skin of the camel, the uh, defective and the areas that is, are affected by the skin disease are covered by the tar. So similarly, the Dajjal is called Dajjal because he also covers the truth as the tar covers the affected area on the skin of the camel. That is the second meaning, which means Dajjala means applying the tar to cover the affected or the uh, affected uh, area on the skin. The third meaning of Dajjal is derived from Dajjala, which means truffle fast. Dajjala means to truffle, travel fast. The Arabs say Dajjala Rajulu when he travels fast. Dajjala Rajulu a person, the man is dajaling, okay? Or dajala rajulu, when he is traveling fast. Therefore, dajjal moves so fast on earth to spread his mission. The dajjal, when he appears, he moves so fast on earth. The Prophet ﷺ, he expressed his fastness just like rain, 
carried by strong wind. Rain and a strong wind is taking it away. So that is the degree of his spread and the fastness that he moves, the speed which, at which he moves. So he moves so fast on the earth, the Dajjal. So Dajjala, that's why he's called Dajjal, because he also moves very fast on earth. The fourth meaning, Dajjal means to camouflage, because he deceives the people. He deceives them, so Dajjal, Dajjal means one who deceives and leads the people astray. And that's exactly what he does. The fifth meaning of the Dajjal, gold water. Gold water. Which is used by the goldsmith to plate other metals to appear as if they are gold. To appear as if they are gold. Similarly, Dajjal misleads the people pretending that he is their Rabb when he is not. So, also among the meanings of the Dajjal is the gold water, which is the goldsmith used to put apply to a metal. So this metal will look like gold when it is not gold. So these are the various meanings of the word Dajjal in the Arabic language. And all these meanings are applied to this person. He moves fast. He misleads the people. He covers the truth. Okay? So these are the meanings of the word Dajjal in the Arabic language. His emergence, when he's going to emerge, and where he's going to appear, and what is his character. First of all, the Jal is the greatest fitna in the history of man. The greatest fitna, the greatest trial, the greatest test. No test tougher than the test of the Dajjal. The Prophet ﷺ says in the Hadith, which is in Sahih Muslim, he said there would be no creation creating more trouble than the Dajjal. Right from the creation of Adam to the last hour. No fitna, no trial, no test more than the trial of the Dajjal. Also the Prophet ﷺ says that the Dajjal is one of the many Dajjals. There are many Dajjals, many liars, many imposters came. So he's one of the many Dajjals. The Prophet ﷺ said, he said, in my Ummah, in my Ummah, there will be 27 Dajjals. 27 Dajjals. 27 liars. From among them are four women. Four women. And of course, you know, at the time uh, of Abu Bakr Siddiq who fought Musaylam al-Kadhab. You know Musaylama? Okay. And he claimed that he's a prophet and he sent a letter to the Prophet said, I admit that you are the prophet of Allah. And also I am a prophet. So let us divide it half and half. So let's compromise. So the Prophet sent him a letter from Muhammad ibn Abdullah, the Messenger of Allah, to Musaylama the liar. 
Okay? You are a liar, not a prophet. This man, he married a woman who also claimed that she is a prophetess. Okay? Her name was Sayyah. Sayyah. Okay? So that she is one of the four. And we are just waiting who will come now and say, I'm a prophetess, okay? Because you see, from time to time, someone will come, I am a prophet. Like Ram Ahmad Gadjani, he said, I'm a prophet. Elijah Muhammad in America said, I'm a prophet. So you just wait until the list is complete. See? So every time one comes, say, a new prophet appeared, they say, one. We check. Because our prophet told us that they are going to come and say, this is the fulfillment of the prophecy, So we check one now. Okay? We already, our prophet, warned us. They said there are prophets going to come, false prophets, false dajjals. So just keep counting. He said, four women, so 23 are men. And I am the last prophet, no prophet after me. This hadith is in Musnad Ahmad. In Tabarani, in Dhiya by Al Maqdisi, from the hadith of Hudayfa, and this hadith has been graded Sahih by Sheikh Albani, Rahimallah, in his book Sahih Al Jami Al Sahih. Jabir ibn Samura, Allahu Anhu, narrated that Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, Verily, before the hour, there will be many liars, so be aware of their deception. Take care. This hadith is in Muslim. Also, the signs that indicate nearness of the Dajjal's appearance, they are signs which will pave the way for him to come out from the island. He is now in an island in the Arabian Sea. Where is this island? Allah knows. Why we can't see it with the satellites? Because Allah doesn't want us to see it. In the same way, we cannot locate and spot the wall that has been constructed by Dhul Qarnayn in Surah Al-Kahf, where Gog and Magog are behind that wall. Where is it? With satellites are so many all over the globe, they can't tell us that this is the place. Okay? So he is in one of the islands in the Arabian Sea. And when Allah wants him to come out, he will come out. And we read in Sahih Muslim that Tamim al-Dari, the ship, he was traveling by sea and the ship sank and they landed on one of the islands, and they saw a strange animal. This hadith is known as the hadith of the Yassasa. And this animal spoke to the Sahaba and told them, there's a man who wants to know about you. And they followed this animal, and they found the Dajjal. Shame. And he asked them, has this prophet appeared? Has he come? He meant Prophet Muhammad They said yes. Then he asked them about a lake in Palestine. He said, That's, that, does this lake still have water? He said, yes. Then he asked, are the tree, the palm tree of Baisan, Baisan is the place in Palestine, 
are the trees, the palm trees in Baisan still bear fruit? They said, yes. Said, when they stop bearing fruit, I will come out. Okay. Yabir ibn Samura, radiallahu anhu narrated, he narrated that Allah's Messenger, sallallahu said, verily before the hour, there will be many liars to be, to come, to be aware of the deceptions. Also, the signs that indicate nearness of the Dajjals, number one, among these signs, scarcity of the Arabs. The Arabs, there will be very, very few in number. The Arabs' number will fall drastically. What is going to, know, to happen to the Arabs? Allah's knows. But they will be very few. Whether that war will happen and they will be wiped out, something will happen to them. But only Allah knows. Okay? And the enemies of Islam, their target is the Arabs. Because the land of the Arabs is the cradle of Islam. If they finish them there, finish. If you cut the head, that's it. So here the Prophet ﷺ says in this hadith, he says the people would run away from the Dajjal, seeking shelter in the mountains. Umm Shuraik anha said, Oh Allah's Messenger, where would be the Arabs on that day? Where would be the Arabs on that day? He said they would be small in number. They would be very few. This hadith is a Muslim. Also among the things that will precede the appearance of the Dajjal, the grand war, the great war, the great battle, and the conquest of Constantinople. Constantinople. Constantinople is Istanbul. No, this is the second one. Something is going to happen to Constantinople. Allah knows what is going to happen. And then the Muslims will have it again. That's the second conquest of Constantinople. He said, وسلم, the flourishing of Jerusalem will mark the desertion of Yathrib. Medina. People will leave Yathrib. Medina. The desertion of Yathrib will mark the start of Al-Malhamah. The Malhama is the great war, the big battle between the Muslims and the Christians. This confrontation, this war is known as the Malhama. The people of the book, they refer to it as Amagadam, according to their scriptures. This war will happen in Damascus in Dimashq. That will be the theater of this great fight. And alhamdulillah, the outcome of this confrontation battle, that the Muslims will come out victoriously. They will have the upper hand. Then he said, the desertion of Yathrib will mark the start of Al-Malhama, which is the great war between Muslims and non-Muslims. And the start of the Malhama, when that war erupts and starts, will mark the conquering of Constantinople. 
that the Muslims will have Constantinople again. The conquering of Constantinople will mark the appearance of the Dajjal. When the Muslims take Constantinople again, then the Dajjal will come out. This hadith is in Muslim Ahmad, Sunan Abu Dawood, from the hadith of Mu'ad, and Sheikh Albani rahimahullah dated it as Sahih in Sahih al -Jah. Also, among the things that will happen before, prior to the appearance of the Dajjal, the Muslims conquest prior to the appearance of the Dajjal. Nafi' ibn Utbah anhu, reported, We were with Allah's Messenger in an expedition, military expedition, that there came a people to Allah's Messenger from the direction of the West. They were dressed in woolen clothes and they stood near a hill small hill and they met him as Allah's Messenger was sitting I say to myself you better go to them and stand between him and them stand between the Prophet and them to protect the Prophet that they may not attack him then I thought that perhaps there had been going on secret negotiation amongst them however I went to them and stood between them and him, the Prophet and I remember four of the words on that occasion, which I repeat on the fingers of my hand, that Allah's Messenger said, You will attack Arabia. He said, You will attack Arabia. And Allah will enable you to conquer it. Then you would attack Persia. And He would make you to conquer it, to conquer Persia. Then you would attack Rome. Rome is Italy. And Allah will enable you to conquer it. Then you would attack the Dajjal and Allah will enable you to conquer him. That means to defeat him. This hadith is in Sahih Muslim. Okay? So these are the things that will happen. That the Muslims will have, they will conquer Italy. Okay? So Islam is going to spread. Muslims are going to have the upper hand. And they are going to have Italy, where the, it's the place where the, the Vatican, where the Pope is sitting there. Okay? Muslims will have that. Also, before the appearance of the Dajjal, shorty in water and vegetation. They will be shorty in water. People will be suffering. Abu Umama, radiallahu anhu, narrated Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa said, they said there will be three hard years, three hard years before the Dajjal appears. During them, people will be stricken by a great famine, will be great starvation, great famine. In the first year, Allah will command the sky to withhold a third of its rain and the earth to withhold a third of its produce. So it will be short in water and Shoti in the food. In the second year, Allah will command the sky to withhold two-thirds of its rain and the earth to withhold two-thirds of its produce. In the third year, Allah will command the sky to withhold all of its rain. No more rain. And it will not rain a single drop of rain. No single drop. 
and he will command the earth to withhold all of its produce and no plant will grow. All hoofed animals, the hoofed animals, livestock, horses, cows, camels, goats, sheep, will die. All hoofed animals will perish, except that which Allah wills. Also he says, Sallallahu when he was asked, what sustains people during that time? How can the people survive? He said, the tahleel, takbir, and tahleel. That's the food. The food would be the tahleel, takbir, and tahmeed. That means saying, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Alhamdulillah. That's the food. This will sustain them just as food does. This hadith is in Sunan ibn Majah, and Sahih ibn Khuzayn, and Mustadrak al-Hafir, and Ibdiyal al-Maqdisi, ibn Khuzayn, and Mustadrak al-Hafir, and Ibdiyal al-Maqdisi, and it is authenticated by Sheikh Albani in Sahih al-Jamil. authentic hadith. This is what is going to happen. Before the Dajjal. That's why when the Dajjal appears, people are in need for the rain. And he tells the sky rain and the sky rains. So that's why they follow him. They are desperate for the rain. And he says to the ground, bring out your vegetation and fruit and produce. And the ground brings everything. This is only God can do this. That's why people, they follow him. The place of the Dajjal. Where is going to appear? The Prophet ﷺ said, Verily, and most certainly, the Dajjal appears from a land in the east called Khurasan. Where is Khurasan now? Khurasan is another name for Afghanistan. Okay. Called Khurasan. The people who will follow him have faces like, that look like flattened shields. The faces of those people who follow him, their faces look like flattened shields. Round faces. This hadith is in Tirmidhi, Ibn Majah, Al-Hakim, Ahmad, and also reported in the series of authentic hadith by Sheikh Alban. Who are his followers? Who are the followers of the Dajjal? Number one, the Jews. The Jews are the majority among his followers. Anas ibn Malik, radiyallahu anhu, narrated Allah's Messenger sallallahu said, the Dajjal would be followed by 70,000 Jews of Asfahan. Asfahan is in Iran. The Dajjal would be followed by 70,000 Jews of Asfahan wearing Persian shawls. Those are, the Jews are wearing the Persian shawls. This hadith is in Sahih Muslim. The Jews, there are Jews living now in Iran. Okay? So 70,000 from among the Jews will follow him. The Jews of Asfahan. Also among the followers of the Dajjal are the disbelievers, the kuffar, and the hypocrites. 
لمنافقون نريتك انس بن مالك رضي الله عنه The Prophet said, there will be no, no town in which a Dajjal will not enter except Mecca and Medina. He goes everywhere except Mecca and, and Medina. And there will be no entrance or road of both Mecca and Medina, but the angels will be standing in rows guarding it, guarding it against him. Anyway, is protected by the angels are guarding the ways and entrances to Mecca and Medina. And then, Al-Medina of the Prophet ﷺ will shake with its inhabitants three times. We'll have three earthquakes. Three earthquakes will happen in Medina. The Medina will be shaken three times. And Allah will expel from Al-Medina All the disbelievers and the hypocrites from it. All those munafiks in Medina, they will come out. Which means there are munafiks living now in Medina. But we don't know them. They are. Allah knows them. So when the Dajjal comes, the Medina will shake, expel them out, and they will go and follow the Dajjal. This is in Bukhari. Among also the followers of the Dajjal, the ignorance from among the Arabs. The ignorance from among the Arabs, the Bedouins in particular, Al-A'raf, the nomadic tribes. The Prophet ﷺ said, and from his fitna, the tribe of the Dajjal, that he would say to the Bedouin, to the Bedouin, If I resurrect your father and mother, if I brought, bring back into life your parents, your father and mother, will you testify that I am your Rabb, I am your Lord, will you accept me? The Bedouin will say, yes. If you bring back into life my parents, then you are my Rabb. Then two devils, two shaitan, then two devils appear in the form of his father and mother. Two devils will come, appear simultaneously, instantaneously, and say, here we are, your parents. Look like your parents. And they will say, our son, follow him, he is your Rabb. He is your Lord. See, these are tough t- trials, tough tests. This hadith is in Sahih al-Jamah, al-Sagheer. Authenticated as authentic by Sheikh Al-Bani Where will the Dajjal die? The answer in Bilad Sham. Where? Bilad Sham. The Prophet said that the Dajjal comes from the east. It comes from the east. And his destination will be the Medina. So he's heading towards the Medina. Till he camps behind the Mount of Uhud. But he cannot enter. That's where he can reach. Then the angels will force him to change his destination. To Asham. Sham is a name for Syria, Palestine and Lebanon. That is known Sham. 
where he will die and perish there. This hadith is in Musnad Ahmad, Sahih Muslim, Sahih Al-Jam'a Al-Saghir, and graded Sahih by Sheikh Al-Bani Rahmanullah. Who is his killer? Who is, who is going to kill the Dajjal? Isa ibn Isa The one who is going to kill the Antichrist, the one who is going to kill the Messiah, the Dajjal, the first Messiah, is Isa salam. Mujama ibn Jariya al-Ansari said, I heard Allah's Messenger sallallahu saying, the son of Mary kills the Dajjal at the gate of Lut. This is in Tirmid. Lut is in Tel Aviv, where the international airport. There, the Dajjal, the king of the Jews, the Jews are waiting for their king. And that is the king of the Jews. And that's why they are trying to demolish and destroy Masjid al-Aqsa. And to construct on that site the temple for the Dajjal. This is their plan. And even the cow which they are going to slaughter when he comes, is already prepared. And they showed the cow on the television. And the rabbi was checking the cow. Is it the, same, the cow that we should slaughter or not? So the Jews are preparing themselves to receive their king. But their dreams will vanish. Because their king is going to be executed. Their king is going to be killed by Isa salam. And he's going to kill this king at the gate of the Lud in Palestine. And Isa salam is going to kill the Messiah the first Messiah, the Antichrist, by the spear. And he will come to the Muslims and show to the Muslims the blood of the Dajjal the, the on the head of the spear. Because Isa salam, now he's in heaven, alive, and he's going to descend to come. And he will descend Riding two angels. Two angels are carrying him. And placing his two hands on the wings of the angels. Driven from his beard, drops of water, they look like the pearls. And he will land in Damascus. And he will find the Muslims in the Salah. Nearly to, to start the Salah. And the Imam would be the Mahdi. Muhammad ibn Abdullah al-Mahdi. The one who looks like the Prophet And he's from the children of Ali. From the branch of Al-Hasan. Not Al-Hussein, Al-Hasan. And the Mahdi will be the Imam. Leading the Muslims. And Isa salam will pray behind the Mahdi. And this Mahdi... We'll come to know about him when the people give him the bay'ah in Makkah. Not in London. Okay. Someone comes here, say, I'm the Mahdi, say, you are the false Mahdi. Okay. Okay. The, the true Mahdi will be there. Because now you have many, you have Khalifa already in, in London. You know that you have Khalifa in London? Yes, yes. 
There is Khalifa in London and he is calling the people and there are many brothers that joined his group. Khalifa who is now in London came seeking political asylum. This is the Khalifa of the Muslims in London. Imagine, see how the Muslims, the foolishness, foolishness of how fool the Muslims are. Khalifa in London? That's why brothers, without the ilm, it's very easy for anyone to mislead you. Very easy. Because the one without ilm is blind. So anyone can mislead you. Okay. What is his name? He said, I am Rifa'i, from the tribe of Rifa'i. And at the same time, I am from Quraysh. Anyone who knows the tribes of the Arabs, Rifa'a is different from Quraysh. It's another tribe. So how come you are Rifa'i and then at the same time you are Quraysh, Qurayshi? How come? But in London you can say anything. And you'll find followers as well. Anyway. So the Dajjal comes from the east and Isa is the one who's going to kill him. At Lod. The Dajjal has no children. Has no children. Also, I'd like to add something about the Mahdi. Since I mentioned the Mahdi, the Mahdi, people who give him the bay'ah in the Haram, in Mecca. And even that is not enough. We'll become sure that he is the Mahdi when the army comes from Syria to fight him. There will be an army coming from Syria to fight the Mahdi. Then Allah will command the earth to open and swallow the army. Then when that happens, then we know for 100% that he is the, the Mahdi. The Jal has no offspring, has no children. The Prophet ﷺ said, Abu Sa'id al-Qadri said, Allah's Messenger ﷺ said, that the Jal has no children. And he will neither enter Medina nor Mecca. He's a human being, but he doesn't have children. This hadith is in Musnad Ahmad, Sahih Muslim, and Sahih Al-Jami' Al-Saghir, authenticated by Shaykh Al-Baqir. How does he look? How does he look? Yes. He is one eye. He is one eye. Ibn Umar reported that Allah's Messenger, Sallallahu made a mention of the Dajjal in the presence of the people and say, Allah is not one eye. And behold, that the Dajjal is blind of the right eye. And his eye would be like a floating grain. Floating grain. This is in Sahih Muslim. Also another narration in Sahih Muslim, he said, the Dajjal is blind of the left eye. On that left eye with thick hair on it. And there would be a garden and fire with him. And his fire would be a garden and his garden would be fire. This is a Muslim. So now which eye is blind? The right or the left? Ibn Hajr he said, no contradiction. The right one is blind and the other one is defective. It's not 100% correct. It has that thick layer. So the sight of it is so weak as if it is blind. 
Okay, so no contradiction between the two narrations. It is written between his eyes, the Dajjal, Kafir. Kafir. Kafir means disbelief. As reading, I'm reading a book about the Dajjal, written by someone who is saying that the Dajjal is not actually this Dajjal that's mentioned here in the Hadith. And when he, I read when he came about and he said it's written on his, on his face of Kafara. Kafara. He said, now Israel is writing on the nose of the jet fighters, KFR. So that is the meaning. So in F-16, KFR is there. Kafir. MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> also, the Prophet ﷺ said, no prophet was sent, but that he warned his followers against the one-eyed liar. All the prophets, they warned the people. At the job. Beware, he is blind in one eye, and your Lord is not so. He's not blind. And they will be written in his forehead, in his eyes, the word kafir. So everyone will read it. Every Muslim will read it. Whether this Muslim is literate or illiterate. Even if you don't know how to read, you'll read it. <coughs> what is the protection? The Prophet ﷺ said, <coughs> Whoever memorizes the first ten verses of Surah Al-Kahf, he'll be protected. In another hadith, whoever memorizes the last ten verses of Surah Al-Kahf, so we have two narrations. Either the first ten or the last ten. We'll do. The ten ayah. First ten ayah of Surah Al-Kahf or the last ten ayah of Surah Al-Kahf. His eye is green. Okay? Not, the, not everyone with green eyes is jar, okay? Okay. So he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that the jar's eye is green like glass. We seek refuge in Allah from the punishment of the plague. This hadith is in Sahih Musnad, Musnad Ahmad, and also Abu Naim in the Hilya, and also in Silsila Sahih of Shaykh Albani. Also, the Dajjal is short. The Prophet said, I have told you a lot about the Dajjal. I am afraid that you may not recognize the Antichrist. So I'm telling you how he looks like. He's short. He's not tall. He is Afhaj. Afhaj is an Arabic word. The meaning, he turns his, the toes in and the heels out in walking. When he's walking, his movement is upward. And his toes are turned inside. That's how he walks. So his movement from his, the way he walks, you will recognize that he is the, the Dijjal. Also with curly hair. That is also the, another characteristic of the Dijjal. He's one eye. And this eye is neither protruding nor hollow. But if you are confused, know that your Rabb, your Lord, is not one eye. And you will not see your Rabb till you die. So he's not your Rabb, because your Rabb, your Lord is not one eye. 
This hadith is in Musnad Ahmad, Sunan Abu Dawood, and Sahih Al-Jama. His skin, his color. He said that the Prophet ﷺ, the Dajjal is one eye, his complexion, his skin is white. But you should not, okay, adopt the belief that nation of Islam has. That all, white man is a devil. But here the Prophet ﷺ is just stating a fact, the color of his skin. The Dajjal is one-eyed, his complexion is white, small head, his head is small. He resembles Abdul Uzza ibn Qatan. Abdul Uzza ibn Qatan is a person who lived at that time, and the Sahaba, they know him. So he looks like this guy. Though they will, a lot of people be deceived by him, verily your Rabb is not one-eyed. So many people will be deceived. And I'm giving you the description of him. He looks like Abdul Izz ibn Qatan. And he's one-eyed, he's rich in kafir. The way he walks is not uh, the normal way. So these are the signs that you should recognize the Dajjal. And this hadith is in Musnad Ahmad, Sahih ibn Hibban, and also in the series of authentic hadith by Shaykh Before the Dajjal, there will be a big fight. Bloodshed before the Dajjal. Dajjal is not Ibn Sayyad. Who is this Ibn Sayyad? Ibn Sayyad was a person living in Medina. And the Prophet, before he was told by Allah that he would, the Dajjal would not enter Mecca and Medina, he thought that was Ibn Sayyad was the Dajjal. And this Ibn Sayyad, he deals with the jinn. So the jinn give him news. So he has contact with the jinn. One day the Prophet ﷺ came to Ibn Sayyad to test him, to examine. And he told him, I have hidden something for you. What is it? So he started saying, Adduh, Adduh, Adduh. But the Prophet ﷺ told him, you will not be able to know. Because the Prophet ﷺ, he hid within himself Surah Ad-Dukhan. Ad-Dukhan. So the Dajjal, Ibn Sayyad was saying, Ad-Dukh, Ad-Dukh, Ad-Dukh. And he couldn't complete it. Then the Prophet ﷺ told him, tell me, what do you see? He told him, I see very great throne, Arsh throne on the water. There are many people around that throne. The Prophet ﷺ said, yes, that's the throne of Iblis. Yes, that is the throne of the Shaitan. Shaitan, he is on earth from that time when Allah uh, expelled him from the Jannah. He is on earth from that time and his throne on the water and he is working around the clock to deceive the people and to lead them astray. So he had thousands and millions of years, right? Of experience. So the shaitan, you cannot play with. That's why you ask Allah's protection from the plots of the shaitan. So 
When the Dajjal comes and he tries to enter Medina and then the angels stop him. A man from the people of Medina will come out and this man will be the best Mujahid, the best Shaheed because he is going to be killed by the Dajjal. Narrated Abu Sa'id al-Khudri radiyallahu anhu Allah's Messenger sallallahu told us along a narrative and a narration about a Dajjal. And among the many things he mentioned was his saying, a Dajjal will come and it will be forbidden for him to pass through the entrances of Al-Medina. He will land in some of the salty, barren areas outside Al-Medina. On that day, the best man or one of the best men will come up to him and say, so this best shaheed will come to the Dajjal and say, Ashhadu annakad Dajjal. I testify that you are the same Dajjal whose description was given to us by Allah's Messenger. You are the Dajjal. How did he know? By the signs. That means he learned the signs. So he is equipped with the ilm. If you are not equipped with ilm, you will be deceived. So he came and he is confident. He said, you are the Dajjal. That our Prophet told us about you. The Dajjal will say to the people, if I kill this man, if I kill this man and bring him back to life again, will you doubt my claim? You will accept me that I am your Lord, your, your Rabb? They will say, no, we are not that. You kill him and bring him back to life. The Dajjal will kill that man and bring him back to life. The Dajjal will kill that man and bring him back to life. So who gave him the power to bring him back to life? Allah. It's a test. It's a test. You know Gog and Magog, when they come out, they will kill all the people. And then they will start shooting their arrows. They say, we finished the people on earth, let us fight the people on heaven. Yes. And they will shoot their arrows. And the arrows will come back dripping blood. Soaked with blood, the arrows. Say, okay, also we finished the people there. It's a test for them. And then Allah will send just small worms. These worms eat them in their necks and they will be killed, all of them. In that. Gog and Magog. And then Allah will send birds to take them to places on the lungs. So the Dajjal, Allah gives him this power. As he gave Isa alayhi salam to give life to the, to the dead. So, the Dajjal will kill that man and bring him back to life. The man will say, now this man was killed. Now I know your reality better than before. You are the Dajjal. Now I know your reality better than before. You are the Dajjal. The Dajjal will say, I will not kill him because I can't kill him. Second time, he cannot kill this man. This hadith is in Bukhari. Descent of Isa alayhi salam. 
Isa will come down and he is the one who is going to kill the Trinity. As we explained, and he is going to land in Damascus and he will pray behind the man. What does the Dajjal bring along with him? What does he bring? Hudayfa and Ibn Mas'ud met together. Hudayfa is one of the Sahabas who was always asking about the good or evil. Evil. He would not ask the Prophet about the good. Just evil. Evil. Tell me, O Prophet, what is it will happen after that? The Prophet will mention something good. He said, Is there evil going to happen after that? He said, Yes. Tell me. So he was always asking about the evil. Why? If you know the evil, then whatever is not evil is good, right? True or not? Yeah. If I know that this is evil, so the opposite is good. So Hudayba was very intelligent. He's faqih. He's faqih. That's why all the ahadiths of Fitan are reported by, most of them by Hudayfa. Open the book, Bukhari, Muslim, any book, the book of Fitan, reflections. Hudayfa narrated, Hudayfa, Hudayfa, Hudayfa. Because always he was asking about the evil. And Hudayfa also, he had the list of all the munafiqun, the hypocrites. Prophet ﷺ trusted him. And he gave him the list of the hypocrites. That's why Umar ibn Khattab, whenever there is a janazah, funeral, body is brought, the first thing Umar will look for, Hudayfa. Is Hudayfa going to perform salah or not? Yes. He will look, where is Hudayfa? Is Hudayfa in the row or he left? If Hudayfa left, he will leave. Because that man is, is a munafiq. If Hudayfa is there in the raw, he will remain. And one day Umar ibn Khattab, radiallahu anhu, he came to Hudayfa. He said, oh Hudayfa, please, by Allah, I'm asking you, is my name with you? Sit, <laughs> brothers. <laughs> Is my name among the Munafiqeen? Who's asking? Umar. Umar. And we feel secure that we are going to the Jannah. We don't worry about Nifaq. We don't worry about anything. We're not afraid of anything. And Umar is afraid that his name might be there. And this shows the sensitivity of the heart of Umar. Because when the Iman is so high, it becomes very sensitive, the heart. You know this? The higher the Iman, the more fear you will have. You'll fear Allah more. And your heart will become very, very sensitive. Like the scale of gold, you see? Very sensitive, isn't it? Is it the same like the scale of the grocer? Grocer, but one apple, the needle doesn't move. Another apple, still. Remember, after three apples, four apples will start to move. Okay. But the scale of gold is very sensitive. 
anything, he will make it. So Hudayfa told him, no, your name is not there, but I will not give tazkiyah to anyone apart from you. If anyone comes, I will not tell him that his name is there or not. So Hudayfa and Ibn Mas'ud met together. Hudayfa said, I know more than you as to what there would be along with the Dajjal. Hudayfa is boasting. Okay? I know better. Because that is my field. I'm always asking. So you don't know anything. So I'll tell you. And this means that the Sahaba, when they meet, they were discussing ilm. So that was always the, the way the Sahaba, when they sit together, they benefit from each other. And they used to say, Ijlis bina nooman Let us sit one hour, I mean, renewing and refreshing our iman, strengthening our iman. So let us talk together that you remind me, I remind you. They will always sit together to strengthen the iman of each other. Not like us. Say, let us spend an hour, two hours, backbiting. Right? One hour backbiting. For Allah's sake. Huh? Backbiting for Allah's sake. Slandering for Allah's sake. This talk about the Muslims. This guy is that. This guy is this. This guy is going to help. This guy is going to... Who are you? Who gave you this authority? Whatever words, whatever word comes out from your mouth, it is written either for you or against you, right? If you say something, that thing is written down. If it is good for you, if it is bad, against you. If you say anything against any Muslim, which is not true, then you will be questioned. What's your proof? Well, Akhi, someone told me, that doesn't work yet. That doesn't work. You have to produce evidence. Allah says in His book, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, O you who believe, Jaa'akum fasiqum binaba, Atabayyanu, Tusibu qawman bijahala, Tusbhala mafajumayyanu. Someone comes to you with the news, Very fine, check it. Well, I trust him. No, it doesn't. You need to verify. What is your evidence? What is your proof? Okay, let us pick the phone and talk to the brother. Let's go and meet him. No, no, I will not meet him. That means you are not saying the truth. Why you are afraid to meet the brother? Let's go and face him. Let's go and ask him, did you say this or not? No, 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 someone whom I trust told me. That's absolutely... Huh? has no weight in Islam. So, the Dajjal, so Hudayfa said, there would, along with him, two canals, two canals with the Dajjal. One flowing with water, and the other having fire in it. And what you would see as fire would be water. That which would look, would, uh, look like fire, it is water. And what you would see as water would be fire. So he who amongst you is able to see that and is desirous of water should drink out from that which is, he sees as fire. And this is in Sahih Muslim. 
How long will his will the Dajjal? Okay. How long will the Dajjal stay on earth? The Dajjal will stay on earth forty. Four? Forty. Four? Zero. Four zero. Forty. What forty what? Forty years, forty days, forty minutes, forty seconds. Allah. But the Prophet Sallallahu he described. He said, one day will be look like a year. One day will be look like one year. So the Sahaba, the only thing that was bothering them is the Salah. For this day which looks like the year, is five prayers enough? See the Sahaba? Sahaba, they say, five prayers enough for this day which is one year? He said, no. So try to approximate. Try to figure out. Try to calculate. For instance, you know, in some countries, the day is six months and the night is six months. So the whole year is one day. You know that. So those who have who have their day six months, five prayers enough? No. No. So what should they do? The, the sun doesn't set. Six months. So what should they do? The scholars, how about Ramadan? How about the prayers? So they answer, the scholars, the fuqaha gave, gave that we standardize that area. There are Muslims living there. We standardize it. We standardize it. That area according to Mecca. Mecca. So they should pray like the people in Mecca and they should fast like the people in, in Mecca. Or that we standardize this area to the next country that is very close to them. The nearest country to them that has normal day and night where the sun rises and sets and then they should follow that country. So the Sahaba, they said, will five prayers will be enough? He said, no. That means you pray more than five prayers for that day which looks like one, one year. And may Allah save us from the fitna of the Dijal. May Allah increase our Iman and your Iman. May Allah protect all of you. May Allah reward all of you for your patience and your attendance. Assalamu alaikum. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, inshallah. We'll have some time for questions and answers, inshallah. There is a brother Doris, he came to the Friday khutbah. He has a friend who is a Muslim. He's been learning about Islam to his friend. So today, inshallah, he would like to take a shahada, inshallah. So if he comes forward, take the shahada with the Sheikh, inshallah. Doris, you come and sit here, inshallah. It's okay, repeat after me. Ashhadu, Ashhadu, Allah ilaha, Allah ilaha, illallah. وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ عِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمَ عِيسَى إِبْنَ مَرْيَمَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ I testify that there is no God worthy of being worshipped except Allah and I testify, and I testify that Muhammad, 
Muhammad is the last messenger of Allah. Is the last messenger of Allah. And I testify. And I testify that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ, the Son of Mary, the Son of Mary, is one of the mightiest messengers of Allah. Is one of the mightiest messengers of Allah. Thank you. Congratulations. May Allah bless you. May Allah save you. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Inshallah, we now have some time for questions. Inshallah, after Salat al-Maghrib. Inshallah, we start with Brother Musa. He had his hand up first. Inshallah, if the sisters have any questions, they can write them down on a piece of paper and send it with the children. Inshallah, the brothers can ask the question directly, but please try and keep them on the topic. Inshallah. Bismillah ar He's one of the, the, the people who lived at that time, Abdul Uzza ibn Qatan, and he was one of the mushriks, as far as it, I, I recall. So he said he looks like that man. One of the He looks like Abdul Uzza ibn Qatan. Like the same way, Jibreel, most of the time, when he used to come to the Prophet in the form of a human being, he looks like uh, Abu Dhahi al Kalb. So he looks like one of the Sahaba. Concerning the seventy thousand followers that come from Asfahan. In the um Sheikh Al Bani's book about the the descent of Isa and the Abdul Abdul that is how he, his passing, that is his way, his route. position that the Ummah is in, is, is in a weak situation, is in a weak situation. And uh, that is of course wrong, absolutely wrong, to seek help from the Kuffars or to facilitate or to pave the way to attack another Muslim. That is known in Islam. But whether that thing happened according to the will or force upon them or they came by force, uh, then they will be whoever facilitated whoever paved the way both the mushriks or the kuffar against the muslims he will be held responsible and he will be held accountable when he meets allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the ruling in the sharia if a muslim helps a non-muslim against the muslim he is a kafir that is ridda that's the sharia the rule in islam no one is keeping a track unfortunately <laughs> okay but when you go and read, you'll see many happen already, like Musaylama, uh, like Al-Ansi, like Sajah, like Ghulam Ahmad Gadjani, like Elijah Muhammad, and we are still waiting. Sorry? 
prophetess. Now we also will seek that is not among the Christians. Will have it will happen among the Muslims. Okay. Inshallah, if the sisters uh, can be quiet, please upstairs. If the sisters can be quiet, please. Okay, if the sisters can be quiet, please, because we can't hear the, the questions down here, please, inshallah. Abdullah, inshallah. Concerning the two angels, and the Prophet, who? They said that there are two tribes, Gog and Magog, Yahuj and Ma'yuj. Those two tribes, which they are tribes, they are human beings, and they are trapped now. They are, uh, I mean, uh, we are uh, protected from their evil because there is a wall constructed between us and them by the Qarnayn, Surah Al-Kahfir, explained in detail. And that wall will collapse one day and they will come out. And don't, uh, some they say, scholars, even some scholars they say, the wall is the wall of China. No, it's not the wall of China. Huh? And Gog and Magog are not the Chinese because the Chinese are roaming around, aren't they? <laughs> they have restaurants everywhere. Okay, so they are not Gog and Magog. Question says, will all the Dajjal's 27, the, those 27, be of the religion of Islam? Yes. Pretending that they are the, from the Muslim Ummah. So that's why the Prophet warned us. Yes. I was attacked by some sisters because I attend a talk which was not given by that group. They called me a traitor and other names. I was attacked by some sisters because I didn't attend the talk which was given by that particular group. I was called a traitor and other bad names. Can I explain to them that they are on the wrong path? Please help us. I really need to know. They mentioned the group's name here. Shall I mention the group's name here? <coughs> okay, I'll just give you the rules you should follow. First of all, you should adhere yourself and stick to the Quran and Sunnah. To the Quran and the Sunnah of the Prophet. And this Quran and Sunnah should be understood according to the understanding of the Sahaba of the Prophet. Clear? Because they are deviant sects who are not upon the right way, are not upon the right track. And the Prophet ﷺ told us in the hadith, he said the Jews were divided into 71 sects and the Christians into 72 sects. And this ummah, the Muslims, will be divided into 73 sects. 72 will go to hell. Only one, one sect will be delivered and saved. And when they asked, Tell us, what are the characteristics of this group? He said, 